0: to the
1: Trap. Welcome, welcome to the Trap. Welcome to the Trap. Welcome welcome to the Trap. Welcome to the
0: Trap. Welcome, welcome to the Trap. Let's go. Zen. Trap. Zen. Trap. Zen. Trap. Zen. Trap. Protect. your Peace. Protect your energy. Welcome back to the Zen Trap. I'm Yogi LG. Zen P. And we're here to bring you another Zen Trap perspective. ZTP. ZTP. We got a Book review this week, a really good book How about you talking about the books, MP? No problem, Yogi LG The book we're reviewing
1: today is 5am Club by Robin Sharma Amazing book I can't say enough about this book um, Again, I could go on for a long time about this book So I hope we keep it nice and concise But I'm going to start with you, Yogi LG Who would you recommend this book to?
0: Anybody that really is like trying to maximize their days on a daily basis To me, uh, the book kind of targets like talking about your morning routine and maximizing your day from the start, which is why it's called 5 a.m. club. So I think anybody that's like looking to change how their days are going or they're not really like productive or successful and they're trying to figure out, all right, how can I maximize my days? How can I make things go better? And and literally stack up They even talk about in the book Day stacking Right Where you You stack up a, a lot of different days That are just good Until you start realizing That your life is much better So I think anybody That's kind of looking to do that
1: I agree with that Good days lead to good weeks Good weeks lead to good months Absolutely. Good months lead to good years
0: For sure What I about would, you? You think Same
1: type of people or Yeah for sure I mean Of course those people Looking for self-help This is a self-help book For sure 100% Also What I like How What I think is unique to Robin Sharma is he, he tells a story in his books when he's trying to get his messages across. He's right. a, a vivid storyteller. Detail overload, if you're a visual person and you like to read books, even if you're into fantasy type books, he gives a lot of details about scenery, feelings, everything. He uses a lot of adjectives, very descriptive. So yeah. again, if you're a person that is a visual learner and you like to hear a story to learn something, and it's another book, full of bars.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think he I like the story aspect because when I first started reading it, it wasn't like your normal self-help book. So I was kind of reading it like what? When are we going to get to the part? And then I like ran across the first bar and I was like, oh, that's oh, okay." So that's how they're getting into it. So I thought that was a really interesting flow. Um, How would you describe uh, the book to a person who's never read it?
1: I would, again, kind of pick it back and off of what I said. It's, it, it's, it takes you on a story. It's like a journey for these two people. So yeah. he, he takes you on a story for two people who are pretty much just fed up with doing the routine, fed up with uh, putting limitations on themselves, um, and just their story towards uh, joining the 5AM club, like what it means to be in the 5AM club and what you do. He breaks that down, and again, in details, and he, he again, does it entertainingly, like a like a, a drama almost. So you're learning a story and learning how this can apply to your life. Yes. What about you? How would you describe it to somebody that's never read it? It's
0: yes. similar, but uh, I think what I would add is just like, you. F- I felt like I was a part of their journey, right? They In the book, they talk about this entrepreneur and this artist, and those are the kind of two people that are trying to get into this 5-A-N club, and this billionaire is leading them to this place of, uh joining this club right and so I think that I felt like I was a part of the journey like okay and I could empathize with both perspectives of the art which arch. person would you uh more probably so the entrepreneur <laughs> <laughs> than the artist but I could see both myself and both of them so mm-hmm. it, it was cool to kind of just resonate with a character because uh, a lot of self-help books don't give you that character line to follow so if you like fiction books Man, and you discover. want a character line, Um, It definitely gives you that. uh, I felt like the billionaire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. Nah,
0: you are, man. You exude that
1: for sure. Especially the bar where he was like, uh, yeah, I don't care about my vastly possessions. I've given most of it away. And he's still doing little signs and pieces.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely a really good book for visualization. Like I felt like I could see what was happening. They described everything so, so clearly, descriptive. so vividly, so I thought that was really so good. So
1: I'm not going to lie, I had a heads up into kind of how he tells stories just because I've read another book that was very special that got introduced to me when I was young, um, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari.
0: Okay, Again, I've heard the, that, I've never uh, read that We probably can add that to the list okay, sometime cool. in the future yeah. But that
1: is a book that, as well by Robin Sharma That is very special to me So I kind of had an idea when, when I first started reading it How it was, was going to go Because I know his kind of style of okay. writing a little bit And getting messages across Can't take away from it But my favorite part What's your favorite bars from the book? Because I got bars galore
0: <laughs> I got bars for galore as well um, I probably got my phone full of them, but I think the first one I want to kind of rattle off is, to find your best self, you must lose your weak self through relentless improvement, continuous reflection, and ongoing self-excavation. I think yeah, that's so excavation. excavation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that is probably one of the biggest, like when I read it, I was like, in order to be this Different person that I want to be and transform myself into a better person or continuously be that better person, I have to let go of what I'm attached to. Kind of like, kind of how we, I've said this before, like your past is almost like a prison. So almost, but I gotta, yeah. yeah, I gotta let my weak self go in order for my, this new person to come up and show up fully. So you're seeing like my, that
1: little meme of like uh, <laughs> a little girl with a teddy bear. Or something like a little teddy bear, and Jesus is like, "Give me the bear," and she's like, "But I want it, Jesus." And then he got like a big
0: bear behind his back or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. if you give me that bear, you might get something else. Yeah, but I just sure.
0: want this bear. But I love my bear <laughs> <laughs> for sure. What about you? What's your biggest oh, bar? Get ready. Yeah, I'm about to get. I'm about to pull some more. Oh, out, please, so please yeah. find some more. Yeah, I
1: think. Ooh, my favorite. Let me let me make sure I get to my favorite one.
0: All right, let me drop another one while you're looking. Please, please. All right, cool. A child has no trouble believing the unbelievable, nor does a genius or a madman. It's only you and I with our big brains and our tiny hearts who doubt and overthink and hesitate. What's that mean? That's a lot of words. (laughs) But I think we talk about it all the time, right? Like, kids have this wild imagination. So he's talking about madmen, people, obviously, who don't limit themselves. Madmen, children... Or a genius, right? They all kind of think out on this land of I have no limits. But it's us that put limits on ourselves. Um, so that's why we strive to be childlike, right? Yeah, to give yourself no crazy. limits, let your imagination go wild. There's nothing you can't do. Only you put this bo- yourself in that box. So that was a good one for me. That's okay. what
1: it makes me. My that was good. Okay. I don't wanna sound like that. That was I feel you. that was good. It's a hundred bars in this book for sure. So many bars. Yeah, my favorite bar, and I'm gonna try and go through. I'm gonna try and speed through some of these lists, but my favorite one, we're only ready to hear what we're ready to hear, something like that.
0: Okay, that that's true.
1: We're only ready to hear what we're ready to hear. Very simple. Okay, and I I'll, I'll kind of expand on that more when I talk about my favorite chapter because it bigs on that. But that was my favorite bar. But I'm gonna just run through a list of these, and we can. I mean, you could stop me at one that you feel. Uh, The very things that make you amazing at your craft can be devastating to your home life. Most of the most successful people, their home lives will be in shambles because they're so focused on the goal and task at hand that something falls to the wayside sometimes. And a problem will persist until you get the education it showed up to bring. That's like a karma type of bar. Stop managing your time and start managing your focus.
0: That's a good one.
1: If you don't feel observing of abundance you'll never do what's required to realize it
0: say that one more time
1: if you don't feel observing like you uh like if you don't feel i'll i'll, I'll replace one of the words if you don't feel worthy of abundance you'll never do what's required to realize it
0: mm. okay Dang.
1: that's like a self-confidence yeah
0: self for sure, it's all about you.
1: Part-time commitment delivers part-time results.
0: We've been on that. You half-ass it if you want to. You ain't going to get the results you want, for sure.
1: Goal I, for success is to be accomplished in the world. And, oh, no, nah, that's too much. Um, you, you go. That, that, okay, I, that got
0: was, a, I got another one. All shadows of insecurity dissolve in the warm glow of persistency. Say that again. All shadows of insecurity... Dissolve in the warm glow of persistency.
1: Yeah, I had that bar listed too.
0: Just keep going. To me, that's what that says. If you insecure about something, you nervous about something, keep being persistent. Eventually, that will f- start to feel normal. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. It's that comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like, just keep. It's okay. You insecure about it? It's okay.
1: So many little examples. It's almost like losing weight, getting on a new skin routine, or Break. something. Yeah, if you work out one day. You probably ain't going to look crazy different right. in that one day. But I promise you this. If you work out every day and you work out consistently and be persistent, something's going to change eventually. Something. I can't say what it is, but something's going to so change. i going
0: to give. I got one more. And oh. I'm done.
1: Oh, go ahead. I Please like
0: consider that a bad day for the ego is a great day for the soul. That's good. That's clear.
1: All right. Uh, my last two. Ooh. I oh might got last three. All right. Mother <laughs> Teresa quote. Okay. Oh
0: man, so many, bars. so many bars. If
1: everyone would clean their own doorstep, the world would be clean. Facts. Worry about yourself.
0: Worry about yourself.
1: <laughs> the top of the mountain is the bottom of the next. <laughs> Victims love entertainment. Victors adore education.
0: Say that again.
1: Victims, Victims love entertainment. Love entertainment. Victors adore education.
0: I definitely adore education.
1: Okay, I see what classifier you, you put yourself <laughs> in. All
0: right, so jump into your uh, favorite chapter real quick since you won that. What okay. was your favorite chapter?
1: And, and the last bar. Okay. What will people whisper about you when you die?
0: That's just a solid question, man. That's All a right. solid question. All right, favorite chapter.
1: Favorite chapter. Like I said, there's so many bars in here. All right, favorite chapter is I was more so uh, really ingrained in the beginning Okay, um,
0: I, I agree. The beginning was
1: good. So chapter three for me, an unexpected encounter with a surprising stranger. Wow. So inside of chapter three, these people that Yogi OG just mentioned, the entrepreneur and the artist, went to this seminar to hear pretty much a self-help type of person, motivational speaker type speak. It was this very elderly man up there speaking. He gives a spiel. Something unexpected happens they're left in the room kind of just talking to, your, to each other about this thing that unexpectedly happened. And the man giving the speech on there, um, I, I think inside of the book, he doesn't tell us like all the things he was saying during the speech pretty much, but mm-hmm. he says some of them. He drops like, just, just gives you a little bit of bars. And then once the people regroup and start talking about what they got from it or they got from it, and um, it's this homeless man there too talking about what he got from it. And one of them, I think the artist recorded it, Mm-hmm. And played it back And some of the other people there was like Oh I didn't even hear those parts I didn't even hear those So again yep. that goes back to that bar of like You only kind of hear what you're ready to hear Yep. So if you're not ready for the information It don't matter who's saying it really It don't And I got another bar somewhere on that So <laughs> while you tell me what your favorite chapter was okay. I can look that up But that's my favorite chapter Just because so much happens in that sequence Of just sharing bars And kind of sharing the, the beginning of the journey And I can't That's I really like that part Right. Because the beginning of the journey is usually the hardest. It's usually the most confusing. So I love seeing how stuff starts because uh, you can kind of get the begin. like the ending starts getting into like story mode, which I'm good with. But like I said, I kind of be knowing like the adjective and stuff. It, it, it gets me a little bit. I like the bars. The bars. Like the bars <laughs> for
0: is for sure. um, I think my favorite chapter was chapter 10. Um, and I think the title of the chapter is The Four Focuses of History Makers. Okay. That's when he talks about mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set. Um, So just in that chapter, him talking about these, or they call them like the four interior empires. So in that chapter, he's bringing up this 20-20-20 rule, right? Which that rule is you spend 20 minutes of the first hour that you're up doing some kind of workout, some kind of exercise, and then you spend the next 20 minutes of some type of Uh, focus or meditation or journaling Um, and then you spend the next 20 minutes learning something he talked about how that impacts starting your day that way with this 20-20-20 rule but all of that goes into aligning your mindset your heart set your health set and your soul set and so i think that was just a powerful chapter for me in general it was really good
1: man like I said, man, this book full of bars, man. Like, <laughs> I'm definitely going to reread it. This is definitely one of those yeah. I'm adding to the collection. Uh, you got a story in your life that relates? Because, again, I could read bars for days.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could just keep reading bars. But honestly, just starting my morning routine, right? So I struggle with journaling, right? So I know, like, I can do that first 20 minutes. Yeah, I could do some type of workout, right? I can. And, and he says, one thing he says in the book is, like, this is not rigid. So you don't want to be rigid. Uh, you want to really make this whatever it's gonna fit your lifestyle so I think like uh those that first 20 minutes I don't struggle with but like journaling and like consistently meditating as every part of my day I'm struggling with so I think applying it these rules even the other rules he has in there is like several different type of rules he puts in there but um uh, those type of rules and just applying those to my own life and using them every day what about you
1: that's tough a story in my life that relates. Yes. Let's see. Story that relates for me. Ah, for sure. So, uh, when I kind of started, like, my journey or focusing a lot more on myself, I'll say this is, like, right when one of those pivotal birthdays, Um, I was just on the journey. I was starting to, to start feeling good, and then I just started having these random, super random I don't even want to call them illnesses, but, like, mm-hmm. ailments maybe. I, I just, to be candid, I had, like, um, some issue where I had to, like, go to the bathroom a lot. I had an issue where I rolled my ankle working out that put me down and out for a minute. Then once I got those both fixed, I'm thinking I'm back on track. My, uh... Your I, wrist? My wrist. I got, like, some uh, assist in my wrist. Mm-hmm. I got chronic sinusitis or something <laughs> random that happens where, yeah. where we live. So again, long story everything. short, yeah, I was about to have to get like random stuff that's just yeah. happening. And I'm thinking like when I was chilling, sitting on the couch, I was cool. Now when I start trying to fix myself, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But what you just said, being persistent, even though those things were happening, I showed myself grace. Don't get me wrong. I was frustrated as all get out because even with the sinusitis it, and the ankle and things like that, it put me down where I couldn't, I could not work out. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't move. It kept me still.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And instead of looking at it and staying in that place, because it would have been so easy to just look at it as like, man, I'm, I'm the world don't like me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The universe is telling me to stop. All right. I could, I could have perceived that as I, I don't need to keep going.
0: Yeah. Give up. You could just give up.
1: And honestly, that's the easy thing to do. That's the
0: easy road. The funny thing
1: is, people be thinking, like, the people that, uh, I guess, do certain things are, like, the lazy ones or something like that. But it's like, it's easy to be complacent. It's
0: so easy. Man, easy. I tell people all the time, like, about even when we talk about maximizing potential, right? 5 a.m. club. I know. I already know. When I get up at 5 a.m., I maximize my day. Period. Period. There's nothing else to it. You can say what you want to say about getting up at five in the morning. Yes, I'd be tired at night, whatever. I maximize my day when I do it. But it's the easy route to just lay in bed so nah. Uh, that's easy. It's easy. Easy. So uh, this book definitely brought up times where I was like, all right, I can apply this to my life right now and I, I can do this without it's not super hard. It don't take a whole lot of work, a whole lot of effort.
1: I got, like, a couple more bars that I just... You got to drop? I, I just want to drop them, because I don't know who's going to read this book, honestly.
0: <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty long read. Uh, it's a it long one? read. 15 chapters, maybe? It's Something a long like that. read. But... Definitely it, worth it. It's worth it, for sure.
1: Every human being does the best they can do based on the level of consciousness they are currently at, and on the grade of true power they can command. And if they're... In, oh, well, that's pretty much it. I was about to kind of read the book. All right, cool. And then it's like five scientific truths behind excellent habits. About you know, uh, we got three values for how you uh, make a habit kind of stay. So uh, victory demands consistency and persistency. Following through on what is started determines the size of the personal respect that will be generated, and the way you practice in private is precisely the way you'll perform once you're in public.
0: That's now that's practice is definitely how you gonna perform. I got I got one here about being a leader and I Please. thought this spoke to me. Pure leaders are so secure in their own skin that their main mission is the elevation of others. They have such self-respect, joyfulness, and peacefulness within themselves that they don't need to advertise their success to society in a feeble attempt to feel a little better. But kind of what that says to me is that pure leaders are are confident But they also understand that it's about serving others. It's about serving who they're leading. So I think that was just a super fantastic bar.
1: Um, I got like three more bars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Run them out, man.
1: All right. All right. So one person, he's talking about how this again is like – People are gonna get sick of me saying this: motion versus action. Somebody trying to lose weight. Some somebody was trying to wait until they lost weight so they could start running. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or right. a writer waiting for inspiration before they start writing a book. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're running a mental narrative that says you don't have what it takes to be a superb leader, um, then you won't even start the adventure of getting there. Uh, all right, last three. This is <laughs> the look, last three. I, I say last three every time. I'm like that trainer where you be pissed at. All right. You said last. All right. We're all on our paths. We're all exactly where we need to be to receive the growth lessons we're meant to learn. And a problem will persist until you get the education it showed up to bring. Um, If you lack faith in your ability to get your ambitions done, you'll never achieve them. If you don't feel deserving of abundance, not observing, deserving, (laughs) you'll never do what's required to realize it. I know I'm repeating that again. Um, because it's really just this last bar. Human beings are hardwired to act in alignment with our self identity. You'll never rise higher than your personal story. That's good. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just stop with those bars.
0: <laughs> hey, as you can see, this book right here is fantastic. I think that ultimately, I'm, I'm gonna read this last bar, and it kind of summarizes uh, what the book is about to me. Because I'm telling you,
1: any one of those bars, I like, we could expand upon and just start telling yes. stories on how exactly. So. And what bar I get is not the same bar as that she
0: gets. It's not going to be the same bar as you get. So that's why you kinda you have to read it on your own. Right. Um, and I think this is a good summary. The way you begin your day really does determine the extent of your focus, energy, excitement, and excellence you bring to it. Each early morning is a page in the story that becomes your legacy. Each new dawn is a fresh chance to unleash your brilliance, imprison your potential, Potency and play big leagues of iconic results. You have such power within you and it reveals itself the most the first rays of daybreak. And that just kind of is like the powerful statement that says what this book is really about and why that 5 a.m. club exists. Because in the early mornings, you can really make a difference. And each day, each day stacking that we were talking about, you will turn that into months and years of successful days, profitable days, days that you are happy enjoy it. So we recommend you join the 5 a.m. club, read the book, put in the work, do the meditation, whatever you need to do to kind of see how you can maximize your day. And again, don't be rigid. Do whatever works for you. Anything else you want to leave the people with, ZMP? Um...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, my people on night shift don't think that you can't be on the 5 a.m. club either. Like, Thanks. it's mostly, a, again, expanding on what she said, finding time for yourself. That's what that's what we're talking about here. Finding that time to sit with yourself and recharge yourself so that you may handle the stresses of the world.
0: Absolutely. So, again, if you on second shift, whatever the first hour of your day is, attack it in the same way you would at 5 a.m.
1: Yeah, it could be the first hour. It could be when you're getting off work.
0: could be. Uh, whatever maximizes your day. ZMP, what can you take away from this book and apply it to your life right now?
1: I think what I can take away is balancing my time better. I think this book talks a lot about how you can put your focus into something and, and make it great. Like This book talks a lot about being a leader, and I think it hints a lot at how you can be a leader in your own right, like how when he's at certain parts and he has these all these different people hired and they focus so much on just doing a good job at their job, whatever that job is, and being excellent and a leader in that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, But also focusing on having balance. I think I, I got to work a lot more on figuring out the right balance because I've always been a person where I know that I can be super focused. I know that if, if I want to get something done, I can lock in, but it will definitely make the people around me suffer that are close in my life. Like, because I will just be like, I can be one of those people that's just, that's just locked in, but I choose not to like, I want to live a full life. I want to be one of those people who, again, what will people whisper about you when you pass away? Right. I want people to have different stories about me. I want my loved ones to know I care about them. I want the people that were around me to feel good when they're around me. And I don't want to be focused on work all the time. Yeah. Quite frankly, I, I don't, I don't desire that. I've never desired to be, a person that's just ingrained with their work all the time. Like I want to be multifaceted, so I just want to do a better job of following those balances and tweaking those routines until I get into a good groove that serves me. What about you? What's up? How? What are you gonna take away from this book and apply right now?
0: Um, I think mine is. He used an example in the book when he started talking about building the Taj Mahal and how it took like twenty years or something. He Slavery. talks about huh? Slaves built that. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. Like, I don't even know if that's true.
0: That's funny, though. Uh, but he talks about willpower and consistency equal automatic. And I think I have the willpower. It's the consistency that I need to kind of like step up on and consistently be exerting myself into the things that I really want to do. So um, that was, again, a, a section of the book that was a bar for me. But it's something that I'm going to apply right now. Do it every day. Whatever you're trying to do, do it every day. If If it's like, hey, I want to... I don't know, find a, a, a boyfriend, right? Claim it every day. I'm going to find my husband today. Wake up with that intention. Be consistent. You already got the willpower. Be consistent, and it'll become automatic.
1: It's an interesting
0: choice of words for an example. <laughs> I mean, everybody got their different dreams and aspirations, so whatever thing. that may be.
1: Do hey, your thing, queen. For sure. All right, I mean, read the book, man.
0: <laughs> for Please, sure.
1: get a copy, read the book. Read the book. You ain't necessarily got to join the 5 a.m. club. Join the 6 a.m. club. Work your way backwards. <laughs> uh, it's also a 2020 rule in there. I feel like we would not do this book justice if we didn't mention it the way they kept highlighting it. About what, It even breaks down what they do in that hour mm-hmm. in those 20-minute uh, segments. So, again, in the back of the book, it talks a lot more about, like, application. Yeah. So even if you got to, like, skip to the back and just take some of them techniques away, it talks a lot, again, about Habits and how to keep habits and how long it takes to keep a habit I think if I can just one more other takeaway yeah. that I've kind of learned recently is I used to be a big advocate about Multitasking I'm like oh man, I'm good enough. This is my ego like I Can do like three four. and again you used to you in college you used to you used to like pe- uh, You can't do that. That's not like you're not efficient when you do uh, uh. <laughs> And I'd be like, ah, whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, what uh-uh. mm-hmm. But I don't believe that anymore. I believe that, like, setting time to focus on, and don't get me wrong, I still multitask, <laughs> but I try to kind of habit stack. But, again, like, setting time to focus on one thing, finish that, and then get into the next is definitely way more efficient. Like, I've tried and aired it out. i tried my best <laughs> to try If you don't trust anybody,
0: trust him. He's tried it. <laughs> I tried
1: it. Believe me. Don't try it. <laughs> Don't try multitask. Just do focus, put your intention on one task at a time, get it done, go to the next. Yeah. Even if you only even if you don't finish it, do set that time, cut it off, go to whatever you're doing next. If you do that every day, I promise you will be night and day ahead of where you thought you would have been by multitasking. You would just have these little half-done projects just sitting all over the place.
0: My first lesson in multitasking was cooking. So my mom just like That's kind of she used that area as a lesson to teach me about how to make a good (laughs) roux. Yeah, we learned all that, but just focusing like when you—that's a great example. When you make a roux, you really can't do anything else because you have to constantly stir it, right? For it to really be good. Of course, you gotta, you know. You gotta really focus there and stay there. You wanted to brown right and all these different things, and what that taught me is that some things you gotta really put your focus on. And when it comes to like you. In your life and being your best self, you got to focus. You can't spread out and give all your energy to all these different places uh, just because you, you physically are able to. Mentally, you're not really locked into you. So I think that's that's great. Oh, that. And
1: just because you saying that made me think about another big decision fatigue.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. How
1: many decisions you have to make in a day and how it can just drain you. Yeah. And how, like. You know, just re- relating it outside of the book, the, the best and most focused people, everybody keeps saying they don't have time. They create time for themselves. Create it. Appreciate taking it. some decisions away. Now, again, you don't have to or may not want to go this extreme, but, like, taking away what you got to wear for the week out of the way or what you're going to eat, like, things that you know you have to do, making those be as less of a decision as possible so that you open yourself up to be creative and figure out ways that you can create time and pockets of time for yourself just enough to get you recharged so you can go out there and tag what you want to do.
0: Absolutely. Anything else you got for the people? I
1: mean, I could keep talking, but no, nah. <laughs>
0: nah, I think we won't want to go too I'm far. Gonna... But again, pretty pretty cool book. Uh the author obviously has some definitely some New York Times bestsellers out there. Go check them out. Um Robert Robin Sharma. Uh and then again, this is a review on 5 a.m. Club. Zen trap Perspective. I'm one of your hosts, Yogi OG.
1: And Zen P, man. Protect your peace and protect your energy.
0: We out. Zen trap. Oh.